You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well. Welcome back to Beck UL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And joining us now, Ben Upton, host of the 11.7 podcast, here to talk about the College World Series. You can follow him on Twitter, at Ben underscore Upton5. Okay, Ben, so clearly one side of the College World Series bracket uh, is a good bit tougher than the other. In terms of finding, say, futures value, if you're still betting into that, are you looking at, say, Florida, Virginia, and the like as having more value than, say, those those uh, having to face Wake Forest and LSU earlier? Yeah, so, um, yeah, I appreciate you for having me on here. And I'm actually sitting in Las Vegas right now, um, and I was oh, looking yeah. heavy at the futures market. And uh, so this is, this is good that you and I and, and everybody gets to talk it out here um, because I, I will be – placing the futures uh, here in about 30 minutes or so. Um, but I'm, let me tell you about my strategy here. Um, I think that you get a lot of value if uh, with a team like Stanford. Now, I don't know if Stanford can win it all, but with them sitting at 13 to one odds right now, and you know they play Wake Forest in that first game, I think Stanford actually has a pretty reasonable path to the championship game if they can beat Wake Forest game one, because then they would be getting a, um, a second round matchup with the winner of LSU and Tennessee. And let's just say everything sticks out, um, you know, the way people expect and Paul Skeens wins game one for LSU well, now Stanford is facing LSU's number two starter. Um, and if they win that game, then like they, somebody has to beat them twice to move on to the championship round. So I'm really, really tempted to, to maybe throw some money on Stanford at 13 to one, um, because I think if they get past Wake Forest, um, and this is a Stanford team that's been to Omaha three years in a row. So these players know how to play. Mm-hmm. Um, at Charles Schwab Field, and they, they're, they're not going to be overwhelmed with media or anything. I think Stanford at 13-1 to 1 has a lot of value there. All right, so Stanford on Saturday, plus 180 on the money line against Wake Forest. Give me the case in this game that Stanford wins. Right, so – um, I, and I actually had to do some deep digging here, and I knew this question was coming up next. But what I'm <laughs> going to say is a lot of people don't know about Pac-12 baseball, including myself. I mean, I do know <laughs> about Pac-12 baseball, but 
it's really hard to watch the games, uh, especially with me being on the East Coast um, my whole life. Like, games are starting really late, and a lot of them yeah. aren't televised. And if they are, it's a, you know, not a great production. Um, or you have to pay a subscription and fees and everything like that. So, um, but the Pac-12, is historically, has always sent at least one or two teams to Omaha, and, and they do pretty well. So, like, my thought process is – like, we really don't know how good this Stanford team is, so let's take it, like, on an individual player basis. Well, they're going to have probably three or four day one draft picks, um, and, and they're going to have an ace on the mound and Quinn Matthews, who just threw a complete game, 156-pitch performance, 16 strikeouts against Texas. Like, they have the talent there, and they have the experience in Omaha. Um so when you're looking at a team like Wake Forest, who has played only home games this postseason, their home field is tiny. The field in Omaha is huge. So, like, there is a big difference there. These kids from Wake Forest haven't played a game um, in Omaha in their careers. Stanford's played quite a bit. So I think there's a lot of value in the plus 180 as well. And I think you're going to start seeing more and more people take a shot there um, because – because like Wake Forest and the ACC is not like the ACC is not that much better than the Pac-12. It's really not. So I, I'm telling you guys, I think Stanford is the play here, and I haven't put any money down, but I think I'm going to here pretty soon. Yeah, it is the SEC and everybody else. Uh, sure, power ranking conferences in college baseball kind of alluded to my next question uh, pertaining to Charles Schwab Field. Would you say, given the dimensions and the overall conditions in Omaha, that it favors pitching a little bit more or favors hitting a little bit more? And how much do you factor that into, say, individual game bets? Yeah, I mean, so let's talk ballpark. Um, it, it definitely favors hitting a little bit more. And, and a lot of people are, are thinking or, you know, the cliche answer is like, oh, you need to pitch in Omaha. You need to, like, have good pitching to go far. Uh, not really. I mean, you look at historical champions, like last year's Ole Miss team, not great on the mound. They just uh, – in fact, they were pretty bad in the regular season, but they, they had one or two pitchers that kept the ball in the ballpark, and um, they were fly ball pitchers all year, and the fly balls just weren't going over the fence like they were – like they would in the, in the SEC games. But what you need is a team full of guys, uh, like a lineup, that can spray the ball gap to gap, and and hit the ball like you know on a line over the infield into the outfield because uh, there's a lot of outfield space you, you don't try to hit home runs the home runs will come you know if you still hit a ball good it's going to get out but you just can't go up there trying to hit home runs because those 320 foot homers that are getting out in wake or 320 foot home runs that are getting out in wake forest or, or lsu and like they're not getting out anymore like those balls are caught so I'll tell you this, a team like Oral Roberts like really does match up well in this ballpark because they do have this line drive approach and gap to gap um, and they're athletic and they're fast. So like they're, if their pitchers can keep it in the ballpark, like they, they could maybe win a game or two here. Like it wouldn't be out of the question. So you just need a lineup of guys that, that aren't going to try to just go up there and hit home runs. 
Interesting. So what do you like? Um, what are some of your favorite bets for Oral Roberts TCU tomorrow? I know TCU, they're hitting better. Um, Cole Klecker is pitching better. And some even say that Oral Roberts got an easier draw against Oregon and that TCU is a lot better than Oregon. TCU on an 11-game win streak here. So uh, I, I already see that uh, plus one and a half on the run line for Oral Roberts is juiced to minus 120. Yeah, I, I'm I'm actually going to be betting on Oral Roberts here. And it's it's partly because I'm I I'm I'm pretty sure TCU is gonna like have to lose a game here pretty soon, right? Like it's just hard to win, you know, twelve, thirteen, fourteen games in a row, uh, in the postseason because there's a difference between winning twelve in a row against bad teams in the regular season and twelve in a row against teams that are fighting for fighting for their season. So, um, and then, you know, Oral Roberts, I think they showed me a lot personally in the Oregon Super Regional because they go game one, get up eight to nothing, they blow the lead. Everybody in the world thinks the series is over and they bounce back and win the next two games. Uh, and they did it because, you know, the starting pitching was great. The offense was, was awesome. And, um, and like, I, I think TCU is – definitely capable of winning this tournament like winning the college world series but i also think like they're gonna ha like they're gonna slip up at some point like they you know, statistically have to it's, it's baseball and i don't know i i think tcu might be coming to an end with their win streak and i, I like the uh the plus value at oral roberts i think they've really fit this ballpark well He's Ben Upton, college baseball better here on BetQL Daily. Let's talk about Virginia and Florida. Now, we here as a show are backing the Florida Gators to win the national championship. Tough contest, though, uh, against the Cavaliers. How do you see that game playing out? Yeah, this one's, the, this one's actually like my hardest game to decide. I've been going back and forth, back and forth. Um, it, because, obviously... Florida has the big name players in their lineup and in their rotation. They're deeper on the mound, but Virginia actually, I mean, they have an older team, more experienced and they were in Omaha in 2021. And like, when you look at like their lineup, it's like, Oh, they have just as many first round draft picks in their lineup. And they have just as many draft picks in the bullpen and starting rotation as Florida, not, probably not going to be as highly drafted, but still good stuff. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I think that like Florida has laid some eggs this year and I think Virginia has laid some eggs this year. So this might be like a, I mean, this might be a flip of the coin. It really, I don't know who I'm picking yet. I'm making my official picks today on the podcast. I think if I had to lean one way, it would be Florida. Um, but like, I'm not, I'm not banking on that at all. Like Virginia could easily win this game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a tough one. Uh, let's look at Tennessee, LSU, Tennessee plus 165, uh, LSU minus 205 on the money line Saturday. What interests you in this one? Paul Skeens, Paul Skeens, Paul Skeens, Paul Skeens. <laughs> it's the best college baseball pitcher we've ever seen. Uh, and a lot of people will throw out the, like, since Steven Strasburg in 09, like, blah, blah, blah. No, no, guys, like, he is better. Like, uh, he is much better than Steven Strasburg ever was. Um, he is 
one of a kind, and he's been doing it all year long. And he, he's somebody that can literally carry a team to a win by himself. Um, and, you know, he's facing a good Tennessee lineup, but, like, honestly, you put Paul Skeens in a big ballpark like this and have a good defense behind him, like, he's going to go deep into the game. He's going he's gonna to hold Tennessee down. And, and LSU's offense really fits Charles Schwab field too. Like they're, I know that they hit a lot of home runs, but one through nine can put the ball in the gap in a heartbeat. And they have a ton of doubles as a team. Um, they're hitting really well with runners in scoring position this postseason. So like LSU has is, is got a good chance to make a really deep run here and win it all. Is he going to start in game one for the Tigers or could they possibly do something else? He's got to. I mean, with this with this format, if you lose game one, it it's very hard to get out of the losers bracket because you're looking at you know four really good teams. It's not like a regional where you have a four seed and a three seed and a two seed that you should still be able to beat. Like these are all like these are the best eight teams right now, like the top eight teams. And if you lose game one, then you've got a long, long way to come out uh, and a tough road. But if you win game one, like the road's a little bit easier. So, yeah, they got to throw them game one. They'd be crazy not to. Do you ever jump into, like, the exact matchup odds? Um, I know some places are offering that. Not sure if they are there in Vegas for you. Is that something you take a look at? Yeah, are you talking about exact matchups as in, like, for the finals? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think there's one sports book that does it, um, and I don't think they're sponsored by you or sponsored by me and 11.7 but yeah i think if, if you look through the uh if you look through the sports books here in vegas or like whatever legal gambling state you're in you can find some exact matchups and I, I think the most popular one right now has been wake forest versus florida and you still get pretty good odds on it um but i mean i would probably go if you wanted to see like a possible like pretty big return. I, I would probably go with like a, a Virginia versus Stanford or Virginia versus LSU. Shoot, maybe even like throw Tennessee in there. I, who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. That, that would be intriguing to say the least. Hypothetically, let's say we get some chalky outcomes and we get Wake Forest versus LSU, say for a uh, second game for you know both teams in Omaha. How would that play out? Well, I mean, it would still be a good pitching matchup. You would probably get Sean Sullivan from Wake Forest because LSU has struggled against left-handed hitters this year. And uh, I'm sorry, left-handed pitching this year. So Sean Sullivan is one of the best lefty arms in the country going game two for uh, for Wake Forest. And then LSU would probably throw Ty Floyd out there. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe Thatcher Hurd, but most likely Ty Floyd. And, you know, it'd be a good pitching matchup there. And you get two offenses that, um, you know, have the star power. They have the multiple ways to beat you, whether you're going to, they're going to steal bags or hit doubles or hit homers. Um, I mean, I would probably favor Wake Forest there in that, in that game. But I'm telling you, I, I don't know if, if, both of those teams are going to win. Like, I would be actually kind of surprised if they both won their first-round matchup. Hmm. 
Maybe a betting opportunity there, Aaron. I don't know. Either way. <laughs> we got to listen to his pod know. to get his best bets. Yes, the 11.7 podcast to be exact. Ben Upton, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Make sure to follow Ben on Twitter, by the way, at Ben underscore Upton5. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our lightning bets, our favorite plays for tonight. That's coming right up here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.